Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis V. And it's just me today. It is Wednesday, uh, December 8th. Um, and we are going to go ahead and recap week 13 and head into week 14, make some predictions and whatnot with all of that. So just going to be me today. Uh, no Curtis for today, unfortunately. Uh, had a little bit of a snappy with scheduling, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're still going to plug along this week, uh, just as we always will. So like I said, we're going to recap week 13, then heading into week 14. We'll touch on some of the news and whatnot that's coming out uh, this week and heading into this week, rather. Um, we'll get to the power rankings. I'll show you what the top 10 is for Curtis for as well. Um, and then we'll also uh, make our game picks. So um, starting off, recapping week 13, uh, we'll go through this pretty quickly, uh, jumping all the way back to last Thursday, almost a week ago now. Uh, Dallas took on the uh, New Orleans Saints, um, and Dallas on the road got the win 27-17. to um, Good all-around win for Dallas. Um, the only thing is, is that it just wasn't awe-inspiring, really. Uh, they let... Uh, New Orleans kind of hang around for, for most of the game and, and uh, made sure that they uh, never really put them away or crushed uh, any hope that they had of getting back into that game. Um, so that's one thing for Dallas. They Offensively, they still need to get rolling fully uh, to, to really kind of separate themselves in this kind of muddled pack of NFC uh, teams that are vying for a spot, especially as uh, Washington has gone on a little bit of a win streak here. And so Really, I think Dallas has a lot uh, of things to be happy about by getting this win, kind of getting that mucky off their back after losing a couple of games there. Um, but uh, they, they have a lot of stuff to do to, to continue to be that, that, that top team in the NFC uh, to, if they want to be competitors in these, these playoffs here. Um, but for New Orleans, I mean, their season's all but done. Even Taysom Hill, I think, got injured in this game as well. So, uh, New Orleans is a bit banged up, and and without a a true quarterback, I don't think that they, I don't even think they believe that they have a a real opportunity here to try to even make the playoffs at this point anymore. It's kind of a uh, every single time they try to take that step forward, it seems like uh, there's something just kind of kicking them while they're down. So, uh, the Saints. Uh, it's not looking like it's going to be a pretty end to the season. Uh, but speaking of uh, ugly ends, uh, the Bears uh, lose at home 22-33 to against the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals get are the first team and only team right now to make it to double-digit victories on the season at 10-2 and now. Um, Kyler Murray had himself a day. He looked really good coming back off of that injury uh, to his ankle. Uh, he actually ran in for two touchdowns and threw two touchdowns as well. Um, Andy Dalton, four interceptions, uh, and think also a fumble, so I think five total turnovers from, from Andy Dalton. Um, 26 for 41 passing, 229 yards, and two touchdowns. Not a horrible day. David Montgomery, uh, kind of that guy right now uh, over in Chicago, really the only Bright spot of the offense right now. 21 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. Just a really solid day on the ground for him. Um, but, yeah, uh, Arizona uh, came in there and just kind of smacked around Chicago for a little bit and then uh, got themselves a W and kind of walked right out of there. Uh, really was never a game. They got a late touchdown, Chicago did, uh, to try to make the score a little bit more respectable. But regardless of, of that, uh, it, it was a 
thorough beatdown uh, of the Bears here. So um, they really had never had any hope from, from the get-go. Um, Arizona jumped out to an early 14-0 lead in the first quarter, and they kind of just never looked back, never let never let Chicago think that they had a chance at uh, winning that game or, or, or making it a game for that matter. Um, Buccaneers take on the Falcons, got themselves another win, 30-17. to Bucks just doing their job, doing what they were supposed to do and getting that win there. Uh, Brady looked good. He's really trying to make that case for the first uh, 45-plus-year-old guy to get a – I think he's, what, 44 now? Uh, he's up there, but he's he's trying to make that case for MVP right now, which uh, I think him and Jonathan Taylor right now should be the front runners for that award. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady goes ahead and throws for 368 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Again, the only thing good from uh, Atlanta in this game was Cordero Patterson, 13 carries for 78 yards. Um, just a solid game for him. And a Chris Godwin sighting was nice. Uh, 15 receptions. I think he had like 19 targets or something like that. So they were going to him all night long and 143 yards. He had himself a day. So uh, the Buccaneers just kind of rolled in this game. There was no real concern uh, on their part if they were ever going to be able to pull this game out. Um, but, yeah, they, they – Falcons, they're a team to me right now that uh, they can try to hang in there at the beginning because uh, this is multiple uh, weeks now that they've uh, stayed in the game for the most part in the first first half, even if it looked ugly. Uh, Score-wise, they, they were only down by three by the end of the second quarter, and then bottom falls out in the second half, and they're not able to do anything. So um, that's just kind of the story of Atlanta seasons. Uh, I just think that they don't have enough offensive firepower to sustain, sustain uh, uh, kind of a game plan throughout the entire uh, 60 minutes. So it uh, looks like Atlanta is going to be another team, even though they're at 5-7 and seven and really just outside of that NFC playoff picture. It, it just doesn't look like this is a team that's going to be able to turn into or, or shift into that next gear to, to try to get make a push for the playoffs right now. It just does not seem like they have what it takes. Um, so it's a little bit concerning, uh, but we'll, we'll see how, how they – pan how things pan out for them but the bucks uh they continue to roll they're trying to get into that first uh first place in the nfc uh trying to catch uh arizona there because they, they really want to try to get to a point where they can uh get that bye week uh heading into the playoffs and that's their sole focus right now um heading over to the afc side of things the chargers go ahead and take on the cincinnati Bengals. And the Chargers looked good finally this season. Uh, All across the board, they played a very well game. But it does come with a caveat that Joe Burrow ended up getting injured in this game. So if he was fully healthy for the full game, where where could that have gone? Uh, It's kind of the question that is left to be desired. But overall, Chargers... um, Offensively, finally, that this was a good offensive game for for from the Chargers' perspective here. Uh, they they really uh, attacked well. Justin Herbert, uh, three hundred and seventeen yards, three TDs uh, on twenty six for thirty five passing. Uh, just kind of what you expected uh, from him this season. Um, I think that's going to be one of the things moving forward for the Chargers to kind of focus on trying to get Justin Herbert to play a little bit more consistently, uh, more effectively, and more efficiently. Um, you know, that's always going to be the 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 end goal uh but yeah this is a team right now that uh is is getting hot and they're getting hot at the right time um 
Austin Eckler came into this game 14 carries for 59 yards and touch on again just a solid day out of him. Uh, it's really all you need out of him uh, when when you've got Justin Herbert moving the way that he is. Just kind of stay on schedule, make sure that we don't get behind the chains or anything like that, um, and, and they keep plugging away. Um, T. Higgins had a good game for for the Cincinnati side of things. Three, uh, nine receptions on 138 yards and and a touchdown. So solid game out of him. Just Without Jeroboro, uh fully healthy for this game, that that really just put a damper on things and on Cincinnati's offense. They weren't able to keep pace with Justin Herbert and the Chargers' offense uh, go, going into the second half, and so uh, Chargers kind of just ran away with it uh, towards the end there. Um, the Lions, let's talk about it. The Lions got themselves a win. Uh, it's the talk of the week right now. Uh, Minnesota is kind of the laughing stock of the league right now. Uh, Lions get a win at home, 29 to 27. And I was talking to Curtis Ford about this and, and I, I'm really upset with myself because going into this, and I think I mentioned it last week, but I definitely mentioned it in weeks prior, uh, when, uh, Minnesota barely escaped with that win at home versus the Lions, uh, and, and got that 19 to 17 win against them. I said, go on the flip side, this game here is going to be the game to watch out for because uh, I really do think the Lions are going to continue to play good football, which they have, um, and eventually they're going to get a win. Um, and why couldn't it be the Minnesota Vikings? Um, and I, I just feel really bad that I did not take <laughs> the, the the Lions in this game specifically because that is something that I did harp on uh, so hard uh, just a few weeks prior. Um, but Congrats to the Lions! Finally got that monkey off that bat, off their back. They're one ten and one right now, and yeah, they they deserve the win. Um, they they played a really good game. Um, they tried to give the game back to 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 Minnesota there. Uh, but hey, Minnesota is just somebody had to lose to them, and why not you? Um, and so you guys dropped the ball, twenty nine to twenty seven. You guys get to be laughed at for the rest of the season for for losing it to a team that, mind you. With this win, did keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, they are uh, not eliminated just yet. Um, there is only one team in, in the league that is eliminated, and we'll get to them in just a bit here. But, um, yeah, the Lions, they, they keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, they, they keep playing hard for um, uh, MCDC over there. So um, it was just exciting to see uh, the Lions pull off that last-second win. Great pass uh, from Jared Goff. Uh, you don't get to hear that every day. Um, but man what what a game this was um a little bit of a lackluster game uh Miami uh getting a win uh their fifth straight win um but 6 and 7 now uh Miami Dolphins are after beating the New York Giants 20 to 9 uh yeah i think New York's done Mike Glennon um coming in here to try to spell Daniel Jones did not work out. Um, they're now. I think Daniel Jones has a neck injury, and Mike Glennon has a concussion now. So um, they're just kind of reeling all over the place, and it's just not a good situation over there in New York. Uh, uh, that 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 whole organization needs to be dismantled right now. Um, but Miami and Tua Tagovailoa, uh, man, Tua's looked like a completely different quarterback these last few weeks, and and he's finally coming into his own. Um, glad to see that he he's trying to make a case to to remain Miami's uh, quarterback. I really think as Tua has been playing better and better every week for the last uh, few weeks now, um, and and with definitely with a statement game like this, uh, thirty for forty one passing, two hundred forty four yards and two touchdowns. He's saying, hey, 
whatever team is looking to or with Houston or, or any other team that is, if they are going to try to trade for a quarterback, um, if it is uh, Deshaun Watson, if it is Aaron Rodgers or uh, Russell Wilson for that matter, um, if anybody, if, if they are going to trade, say, Hey, I do, I am still an asset. You can still trade for me, flip quarterbacks and we can, we can go ahead and make that run. Uh, otherwise Miami, Hey, you drafted me. I'm still, uh, I, I'm not damaged goods or anything like that. I can still play uh sort of thing. Uh, but Tua comes out there and, and really makes a statement to whatever team he's playing for. Hey, you've got you you got a guy here that you can build around. It is kind of uh, what what that statement was that he made. Um, and and Jalen Waddle, quiet as kept, has been uh, pretty consistent over the last few weeks, uh, being a a reliable target for Tua as well. I think that's a relationship, a chemistry thing that's happening right now. Uh, is Tua and Jalen Waddle coming together and looking better and better uh, every single week together? But consistency, nine receptions, ninety yards, solid game out of him. No touchdown, but uh, was able to help them keep the ball moving down the field. Um, a little interconference play here. The Eagles go on the road to beat the New York Jets. Uh, Philadelphia gets a 33-18 to win without Jalen Hurts. Uh, Gardner Minshew was uh, kind of leading the charge here for Philadelphia. 20-25 for 25 passing, 242 yards and two touchdowns out of Gardner Minshew. Solid game all around. Uh, they just go right into uh, MetLife Stadium there and and just kind of punch the Jets in the mouth uh, and they they kind of shut it down from the second quarter on and and really the Jets didn't have any kind of response there. Uh, Miles Sanders twenty four carries for one hundred and twenty yards, just keeping that ball moving down the field. Dallas Goddard six receptions, one hundred and five yards, and the two touchdowns there had himself a career day um, and really earning that new contract that he just got there. Um, another divisional uh, matchup that happened here on Sunday was the Colts taking on the Texans. Texans are the only team that are mathematically eliminated after this loss here. Too many losses inside of the division right now. Um, Colts get a win 31-0, to completely shut out the Houston Texans here. Carson Wentz, another solid game out of him, 16 for 22, 158 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but the other MVP candidate right now, Jonathan Taylor, was that guy. Uh, 32 carries, 143 yards, and two touchdowns rushing. Um, and Michael Pittman Jr. coming out there being a, a quietest kept as well, a really steady target for, for Carson Wentz. Uh, Michael Pittman has really become uh, a, a, a reliable wide receiver for Carson Wentz over there. Six receptions and 77 yards, again, keeping that ball moving down the field. Uh, just a great, great win for for. Indy, now keep in mind this is the Houston Texans, but it is a divisional matchup uh, is why it is a, a really good win for them there. Plus, they get to eliminate uh, the, the, the Texans from even thinking that they have a shot for uh, at getting this because no matter what, the Colts now will have that tiebreaker, and that is why uh, Houston is eliminated is because with the two wins uh, out, of, out of Indy right now uh, against Houston, they do eliminate them if uh, Houston goes on a run to end the season seven and ten, and the Colts completely fall off and finish the season seven and ten. Boom, that that's the tiebreaker right there. Puts uh, the Colts above them and knocks them out of the playoff race. Um, now, 
Washington, uh, snooze fest of a game uh, over there in Vegas. Uh, both teams end up 6-6, six and six, but 17-15 was the final score of the Washington football team heading into Vegas against the Raiders there. Um, just another kind of demoralizing loss for, for the Raiders. I, I think the Raiders are just about done here. Um, they're all but dead in this playoff race, and, and uh, they're, they're another team where it's like, yeah, you can make it. Like, yeah, mathematically it's a possibility, but just like with the Saints, just like with the Falcons uh, over there in the NFC, with this AFC playoff picture, they're one of those teams that are on the bubble right now that I'm just like, oh, you're on a downward trajectory right now, and it's just not looking good for you guys. Um, because whatever chemistry issues you guys may have or whatever uh, internal turmoil you guys have, um, it's just it's not panning out right now. So uh, Washington, though, is on a streak right now. Uh, they are playing really good football um, all around defensively. They, they again, uh, I've said it for the last two weeks, uh, and this is going to be week three. The defense that we thought was they were going to come into the season with has finally showed up, and they have arrived. So uh, that th- that is going to be something to uh, worry about for any team that has Washington left on your schedule. Watch out, because this team really does uh, have a defense that's going to make it hard for your offense to score points. Uh, but on top of that, um, you got a guy like Antonio Gibson that's going to continue to just move the chains. Uh, t- 23 carries for 88 yards in this game. Just solid game out of, out of him. Uh, no touchdowns, but was able to move the ball fairly efficiently, keep him ahead of the chains. Um, and then a guy like Taylor Heineke, who's just kind of that field general, kind of game manager type quarterback, who I think again, should be Washington's long-term solution, at, at least for the moment, uh, at, at quarterback. I think he's a guy that if you give him a chance and you kind of build around him, he, he can get this team to the playoffs for one and two. I mean, he's played well in the playoffs. I mean, we saw him last year, and he almost took out the champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, he's one of those guys, and that was on, on short notice too. Uh, but neither here nor there, he, he is a guy who's looking really, really good, and, and I think uh, it, teams need to start looking at him like a like a true threat now um continuing with sunday's games here uh the last four in that midday window on sunday um uh, the other three um rams go ahead and take on the jacksonville jaguars uh get themselves a win finally uh they 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 snapped that three game lot three game losing skit that they were on uh, Matthew Stafford had had himself a day, 26 for 38, uh, 295 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Sony Michelle uh, running the ball very efficiently, 24 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Cooper Cup had himself a day, eight receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and I'm sure OBJ, yeah, this was a day where OBJ did get involved a little bit, um, not as effectively as you would want. Um only two receptions uh, on five targets, 28 yards, uh, but he did get a touchdown. So they are trying to bring him into the fold here. Uh, it's just a matter of when he is going to get everything fully down and uh, with the playbook and whatnot. And, and then just building that chemistry is, I think is going to take a little bit of time for them, but as they can keep building on this and, and keeping Cooper cup involved and, and if Sony Michelle can be one of those guys that can come in and, and spell Daryl Henderson a little bit more, um, that's going to be huge for this offense to continue to get clicking and, and continue to get rolling. Uh, and then uh, defensively uh, get kind of meshing Von Miller in there a little bit better. 
uh, is going to be a key for them. But uh, it's nice for them to get that monkey off their back as they, they I don't think they had a win in the month of November. So uh, that, that was that was big for them to get that win. Um, oh, the Baltimore Ravens, they lose a divisional matchup against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh gets to six, five and one, uh, eight and four for the Ravens now as they fall. Uh, 20 to 19 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Najee Harris is that guy, 21 carries, 71 yards, keeping that ball moving down the field. Uh, Deontay Johnson finally ha- had his uh, big game of the season, uh, and I think that's going to be uh, all we see of him for the rest of the year. Eight receptions, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Lamar Jackson, though, uh, 23 for 37, uh, 253 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Um, and he also did have a fumble on the day, so not the best outing for him. They really need to clean up their turnovers, Baltimore does. Um, if they can start taking care of the football a little bit more, that'll be key for them. Uh, but you, even though this was a divisional game, even though it was on the road, um, still, this is a game that you have to have in this AFC that's really, really tight right now uh, with a lot of teams vying for that top spot. Um and in a surging New England team, that that's that is a tough game for you to go go out there and lose. Um, so, just John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, uh, all of the defense have to be disappointed uh, in that performance. There, they they have to be better, and they and I think they all know that. Um, same thing for the 49ers. They lose twenty three to thirty in a divisional matchup against the Seahawks. The Seahawks have been dead for so many weeks now. They they finally get up to four and eight. But the Seahawks have been counted out uh, in, in this division for at least three, four weeks now. And, and now look at them. They, they, they're they beating a team that should be, that is right on the bubble right now. I think they have the seventh seed right now in the NFC playoff picture. Uh, but you got they have to pull this game out. You don't score a single point in the second half. That, that That's already demoralizing in itself. Uh, but, man, that that is not, not okay for one, but two, just... How can anybody take this team seriously when you're losing to a Seahawks team that is just completely decimated right now um, and really not clicking? Um, so just a bad loss there for the 49ers. They have to be better. There's not much more to say there. Uh, the Chiefs uh, on Sunday Night Football were able to pull out a, a uh, pretty solid win here, 22-9 to uh, against the Denver Broncos, another divisional matchup that happened this week. Um, and they just got a, they got themselves a win. Uh, they, they want to, they need to get their offense going a bit better. Uh, but, uh, a win is a win and, and they'll, they'll take whatever wins they can get, especially when they come in division. So, uh, good, th- good thing for the chiefs there. They're, they're continuing to, uh, kind of stay steady there at the top of the AFC. Um, uh, and wrapping things up goes into Monday night. Uh, Patriots go ahead on the road, get a win against the Buffalo Bills in a crazy crazy weather game uh that that really was just a just a wind fest really uh but patriots get the win they get to nine and four they are the top of the afc right now um josh allen he was i don't think this is a game that's josh allen's fault i i think this is the run defense of the uh sorry the, the rushing offense of the buffalo bills uh coming out there and just kind of putting up a dud uh they 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 got a couple of big plays um and and for people saying that the the buffalo rush defense was was dreadful i i really don't see where we're getting that notion from because 
when you really look at it, you break down the the, the game. There was one big play, um, and and that was uh, Damian Harris's sixty four yard touchdown. You take that one play out, uh, they the New England's rushing offense was thirty eight for one hundred and fifty three yards. It's averaging around just over four four yards a carry. Really wasn't. I mean, yes, that's staying on schedule. That that's that's a good rushing day for them. But it wasn't like they were getting absolutely decimated and they were rushing for six, seven, eight yards a carry or anything like that. It was just an average day where they were just getting pounded again and again and again. And they let up one bad play. But most for the most part, they shut them down. They only allowed one touchdown. They they held them to two other field goals in this game. Um, and for the Bills, they just weren't able to – it was the turnovers and, and they weren't able to, uh, the, to, to get the – Stay consistent in the run game. Whenever the run game wasn't really working, they had to go to Josh Allen, who was 15 for 30, but he had 140, 145 yards and a touchdown uh, on, on a in a game where the wind was blowing so hard they literally could not throw to the right side of the field. So uh, I'm not chopping this up solely to the weather because I, I think this is specifically Buffalo's lack of having a run game weren't you saw like their blueprint would have for this game would have been hey let's just run the ball just like the patriots are and whoever can just run better wins and whoever has a more physical uh line boom we we get that win it it's just a a tough loss at home within the division uh you're already uh tied with this team you had to get gotten this win and, and that that was not the way to show up and that's just a bad loss for them, and now the Bills are are falling. Um, they're they're now in the wild card spot, and and Patriots, I think, what a game and a half now are uh, above the the Bills. So just a tough tough loss for the Bills right now. Um, they they've got some some work to do. Um, and they they are going to have another shot at them in another couple of weeks, but that's in uh Gillette Stadium, so it's going to be a tough game. Uh, in, in that in in a couple of weeks here, so. New England's going to get some rest this week after getting a big win and taking the, the first place in the AFC. And Buffalo is going to have to make up a lot of ground now. So it's going to be interesting to see how this division finishes. But it is a, an emphatic win for, for the Patriots. Great defensive game plan. Uh, great offensive game plan. And they still have a lot of their uh, their offense uh, at their disposal in, the next, in, in a couple of weeks here when they play the Buffalo Bills again because they only use... Uh, their their run game. They didn't even use their pass game or their their RPO game. So it's, it's going to be uh, fun to watch and interesting to see uh, what the game plan is and how uh, the Bills respond here. So uh, that'll do it for the recap. And 